Stevenson centers, and the loose puck was put on. Rebound shot blocked. Now Eichel scores! The third rebound goes for Eichel. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Marcia Sillwright to the circle. White Cloud shoots. He scores! Doing his best. Jack Eichel finds the opening. Top shelf. Sharp angle for White Cloud. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard hanging out inside Virgin Hotels Las Vegas. Vegas. We're going to be doing the whole show from here. It's going to be fantastic. Chris Chapman is back inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215. Home of the... Chapman, I don't want to make you feel bad, but I'm going to... I don't want to. This pains me. No, I'm you sure are you mis- do. Dude, you're missing out right now. Listen, <laughs> this, this, I, I this, saw this the, the most Vegas I've been in four years. I saw the, uh, the picture that Ryan big sent time us. For Darren. Big our, time for Darren. In our group little text messages, and that place looks amazing. I wish I was there. No, it's like upscale and fun and hip and exciting and lively, and people are all in line uh, checking in with with big smiles on their faces and – like it's it's really cool. I feel like I'm I'm I've entered an alternate universe of coolness right now. <laughs> I've been in there once and I was blown away. I, I said I said this place is amazing on the inside when I was in there. I said this is this is a place I need to come hang out. But I'm not. This cool is the enough. kind of place that I don't think you could get into more than once, Chapman. No, I'm I'm not no, cool that's enough. Probably no. accurate. Yeah. No, I I think you you could get in here once. You could look around and then they're saying, sir, yes, sorry, you're not exactly, cool enough. It's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> they, so they, they, I'm on the list. There is no list, sir. There is you're no not list, on it. sir. You're not on it. <laughs> you're, you're on the list. It's the do not enter yes. list. Uh, no, original. This is this is really cool. I've done a whole walk around yeah. and uh, all the different restaurants and uh, trains here tonight mm-hmm. uh, doing their thing. I get, there's stuff happening. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic place to be. It's really amazing, and and thanks so much to Virgin Hotels Las Vegas for having us out here. Uh, but you, you you mentioned it, Darren. It's going to be a big weekend here. You've got train tonight. You've got a UFC viewing party at Skybox tomorrow, and I don't know if you've walked through Skybox yet, but it is an immersive multimedia platform to watch games to watch events it's fantastic it's really fun uh, i can't wait because there's going to be some pre-game intermission post-game shows that i'm going to be doing from there oh, you be... wiggled your way into that did you oh i did i did i i know when to kind of push a little bit harder and that was just certainly something that i wanted to do virgin's awesome and we've got some cool giveaways today uh, nice. if you come down here and put your name in the hopper we've got a hundred dollar gift certificate to cassie beach house i just did the walkthrough there it's a vibe. It is a vibe. It is Southern California. It is Italian. It is fantastic. Uh, and then we've also got $100 to uh, Casa Calavera, which is another phenomenal spot here inside Virgin Hotels. So get down here. Come say hello to us. Put your name in the hopper. It's going to be great. Two hours of radio here at Virgin Hotels. Casa Central. Yes. Uh, Vegas School of the Knights coming off a big win over the Ottawa Senators last night. We'll get into that. This is also anniversary. Uh, happy anniversary, everybody. 
Jack Eichel acquired one year ago today by the Vegas Golden Knights when they were in Ottawa. So uh, that all came full circle last night. We'll reflect on what Jack's been able to uh, do in his year with the Golden Knights and also a look at the Buffalo Sabres who have turned a bit of a corner and we'll get into the old uh, who won the trade, who's winning the trade, who's going to win the trade uh, discussion and it might just come down to it's pretty even right now. Uh, (laughs) Although I do, I'll give you a a bit of a heads up. Uh, I always go with whoever got the best player and the best player in this one is Jack Eichel and he is feeling it right now perfect time given that it's the one-year anniversary of the Jack Eichel acquisition Uh, standings update Uh, we'll dive into that because a couple of things have occurred in the last few days that has added extra significance to the Vegas Golden Knights start which is now 10 and 2 and features a six-game winning streak you have a high water mark that this franchise has not enjoyed for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. The, the six games in a row tops anything that they did during the injury ravage campaign. Yeah, and, and, and we're 12 games into this season, right? Like, we we talked about how important health was going to be for the Golden Knights, but just the, a renewed sense of, of I, I, don't, I don't know what it is, but this team just seems refreshed this year. They're, they're dialing it in. They are playing well enough and they're finding ways to win and you start this five game road trip on a uh, with with two wins against the washington capitals the ottawa senators you have the opportunity in front of you to do something really special even more special than a 10 and 2 start which is pretty phenomenal well i'll say what it is it's it's fun and it's confidence yeah and those are two different things you can have fun in a variety of different ways but it doesn't always give you full confidence to be able to go out and accomplish the goal and they feel confident because they've adjusted the system and it's proven that it it is effective against national hockey league competition not just the preseason where mm-hmm. you've got uh, varying roster levels uh and then the fun part watch this team practice watch this team on the bench go back and look at the video of phil kessel's night and and the uh, camaraderie with this uh, this group the fun part of it was never allowed to seep into last year's room because it was a battle every single day. Guys didn't know who they were playing with. They didn't know who was going to go down that night, when anybody was coming back. And it's tough to have fun as a group. Yeah, a guy can have a good day. But as a group, it's really tough to have fun going through that kind of uh, uh, really difficult grind. This time around... Everybody's healthy. Everybody's going. You're capitalizing on the coaching that you're getting, and there's a fun factor to it. Yeah, I, I think you're right on the money. And, you know, when you go back to last year, too, it, it seemed like the, the injuries kept coming in waves, that when you finally got past that initial wave of injuries – there, were a, there was another conglomeration of injuries. It, it never Golden, stopped. It just didn't stop. No. And, and right now, I think going through that and having that experience, I think that you've got a team that isn't taking this start for granted. You've got a team uh, that isn't taking this winning for granted. And, and again, renewed, refreshed, reinvigorated going into this year. Uh, they are putting the results out there for, the, for, their, their, for each other. And 10-2 and, and always just it's a start certainly beyond what my wildest expectations would have been. Well, it, it, the ability to find ways to win is mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. 
I've mentioned they've, on two different occasions, scored one goal in regulation yeah. in a game on home ice. Yep. And they got four points out of those games. Yep. A one nothing win and then a 2-1 win in overtime. That doesn't happen very often where you score one goal in regulation a couple of times and you still win both games right. in regulation. The other part is the game against Winnipeg and then Washington where they didn't lead at all mm-hmm. during the course of the game. And they still walked out with four points. That doesn't happen very often. Six times in the National Hockey League history, uh, as we told you. They didn't equal the record last night at three because they raced out to the, to the big lead. Yeah. And then last night... They got pushed by an Ottawa team. The previous three games were locked down good mm-hmm. defensively. Last night, uh, a lot more wide open. If it happens once every four games, you probably take that, mm-hmm. where, where you, you, you sway a little bit, but you still find a way to win that fourth game. That's also uh, really telling about where this team is from a confidence level. Yeah, I mean, that's the most important aspect of it, right? Like, you're going to have some, some games where you're not playing – Uh, to your best ability. You're going to have some games where the opposition's going to push you a little bit, or you're just not going to be as sharp as you've been in the past. The ability to pull points out of those games, but not just points, two points, that's really been a big story for the Golden Knights. Look at Edmonton last night. Yeah, They had a lead against the New Jersey Devils late in the third period. Yep, They went from two points in the bank and like an eight and three start yep. to losing that game, allowing two goals in seven seconds, mm-hmm. and and falling to seven and four, and looking around going, what happened? That that can happen. So the ability and the uh, consistency by Vegas to be able to win these games and one goal games, mm-hmm. last three yep. one goal games yep. on the right side of it. How how. How important is it, though, for Bruce Cassidy to, to have a game like last night with Ottawa where you you can still have those teachable moments within that game, but you escape with the two points? Like, sometimes when teams are on a long winning streak, they're not dialed in as well yeah. as they should be. I don't think this one fits that category. You don't think that no, it fits that I, category? I think, I think uh, there's some games where Bruce will go and say, I told you guys this. Mm-hmm. Nobody was listening to me last night. You gotta follow the game plan. You gotta be able to do it. There, there will be those nights. Last night was a we're taking the game tape. Coaches will watch it, but it's going in the hopper because it was just one of those mm. one of those games. And the hopper being the shredder, uh, <laughs> not not the hopper where people come down to the Virgin right now and uh, they enter to win the uh, the two one hundred dollar gift certificates that we have uh, for the uh, for the Casas. But the last night was. Last night, Ottawa did a lot of good things. They were good against Vegas. It it wasn't as much Vegas being off its game. Ottawa did things right. In the first period, quite honestly, the score is misleading. Mm -hmm. Ottawa had 16 shots, and they were down 3-1. Vegas took advantage of a terrible giveaway on the Mark Stone goal, in which he just threw it in that perfectly. And then an unbelievable transition play, on Zach Whitecloud's goal, mm-hmm. where the forward bit hook, line, and sinker yeah, yeah, yeah. on the the play top of the zone, and it led to a mini two-on-one, and they converted that on top of, of the Raleigh Smith goal. Yeah. Uh, Vegas was good in taking advantage of what Ottawa gave them and, and put it home. And in the, in the second period, you get a shorthanded goal. That's an anomaly mm-hmm. in the National Hockey League. Uh, you get the Will Carrier uh, jumping on the 
egregious that, yeah, giveaway. Not good. So you put that on. But through it all, offensively, mm-hmm. like defensively, Ottawa was terrible at yeah, times. No, they were they were but bad. On, on the other side of the puck, Ottawa has some swagger and they have confidence and they love playing at home. They 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 were pretty good last night, and I, so I put that more on Ottawa being better mm-hmm. uh, last night than Vegas just having one of those terrible games. Now, the the Brett Howden giveaway yeah. uh, that, that led to a goal. That wasn't great. They got a break off a post off a Shane Pinto skate mm-hmm. that stayed out. That was a break. They they, they got a couple of uh, things that, that bounced their way or could have been better with the puck. But uh, overall, I, I, I'm giving the opponent more of a compliment there last night. I, I think the Ottawa Senators believe they can they can outscore anybody. They do at home. And and they've, they've proven. They're not very good on the road, but they do at home. They've proven that, that they have an ability to put the puck in the back of the net. They they really did push the pace in that second period. I, mean, they, I thought their second period was fantastic, the Ottawa Senators. They did a lot of really good things. And um, Vegas scored three goals and, in the second but, period. But see, one, didn't, one didn't count. The, the Golden Knights last night were opportunistic. And that that's the best way that I can put it. They took advantage of their chances, their opportunities opportunities when Anton Forsberg was in net they were able to capitalize and it was enough I don't know whether he let in a bad goal I don't think he did either I, I mean like you you're not going to fault him on the Will Carrier goal because it's a, a terrible turnover from Alex to it so like I, I the look stone at goal the, the Smith goal right the the white cloud goal you, the, you, the, <laughs> the Stevenson goal uh, on the on the short intended two hundred with the carrier. There was no bad goals no in that. there weren't any bad goals now I, I will say this though from the Golden Knights perspective in the third period when they when it when it got close when it got five four and early on into that third period, that's when I started to think that the Golden Knights' defensive game came together. I, they did limit the amount of good chances well, for Ottawa. Part of that was the five on three. Yes, that calmed things down. That's a good point. That stopped the pressure from the Ottawa centers where they couldn't push it, even though they scored a three on five goal <laughs> the game before against uh, Tampa Bay, but they couldn't push it anymore. So it, it uh, blocked some of the momentum. Darren Elliott pointed this out in the postgame show last night, the Olympian, who's he just sees the game in such a different, unique, cool way. I learned so much every night uh, working with Darren Elliott. He said that that was equivalent to an extended timeout where Ottawa was thrown off their rhythm, mm-hmm. not their game, thrown off their rhythm, and it allowed Vegas to just settle things down. And... It killed some time off the clock. Yeah, a couple of minutes uh, to go. Uh, one minute of five on three. So as much as you like the the power play five and three to put it away, yeah. and nail right in there. Uh, it it uh, did allow them to settle. Ottawa still had chances late though. The final ninety seconds yeah. was completely controlled. But how much of that was great optics for the Ottawa Senators? Con- compared to incredible defensive zone positioning by Vegas. There was a couple of pucks that got to the net, Mm -hmm. but for 90 seconds, it wasn't wall-to-wall pressure on on Logan Thompson. It it is a cool example of what Vegas has done all year defensively. They'll they'll let you walk around the zone all day. Yep. But you're not going to get a, a really good chance to score. Yeah, and, and then you have to, to end the game. Two gigantic blocks yeah. from Alex Petrangelo. And, and that's just been the Golden Knights' M.O. this year. If, if you've got zone time and they are where they need to be in structured, they're going to either come up with a block or they're going to allow a shot that Logan Thompson can save. Yeah. And that's, 
that was the recipe, and, and they were able to dial it in to get that, that big 5-4 victory over Ottawa. 10-2 and two and winning uh, in Ottawa, a team that you have circled going, oh, they're better, well, we better beat them. Mm-hmm. They've, they've lit up Canadian Tire Centre over the years. That would have been one of those disappointing ones, just like the Winnipeg game. You swarm them, yeah, and you don't come away with that two points. You're disappointed in that. Uh, last night is one of those maintaining games where now you hit the reset button to going into Montreal, which will be such a fun game on Hockey Night in Canada uh, <laughs> tomorrow night for Vegas and, and especially the French-speaking uh, players uh, to be able to be in that environment. Like it is, it is the best Monday night football, Sunday night baseball uh, game that you can you can think of for these players. It's the highlight yeah. of of the road schedule for for Will Carey, Jonathan Marchessault, uh, Nick Watt, tomorrow. and ne- never mind the other guys who just love being on Hockey Night Canada. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, be, being on a Saturday night in hockey. So you, you, you're going to go into that game still with, with good vibes about you. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, again, I, I think that for the Golden Knights, you you recognize, I think, to in that room that, that you can certainly be better on Saturday against Montreal. And, you know, you want to keep this win streak going. You feel good about where your game's at. With there's, a there's a game of cat and mouse going on right now that's put extra well. excitement into the regular <laughs> season with Boston. Yeah, are, it, are, are you doing the same thing as me, checking every, every night? Because they seem to be playing yep. on the same nights, too. Yep. Uh, they have the same day schedule mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. as far as which, uh, which days they're playing uh, on. But you're watching Vegas. You're keeping track of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you're watching Boston if they're playing earlier uh, than, than the Golden Knights. And you're saying, okay, they... They can't keep this going. Yeah. They got to lose. They got to lose now because mm-hmm. we're, we're a point apart yeah. uh, at this point. Like it's it's awesome what we're seeing, and I know I'm going. What's going on? They, there's no way they can maintain this. And my buddy in Boston mm-hmm. who covers the Bruins texts me going, "Are you serious? You guys did it again?" <laughs> so it's, it's it's fun back and forth with the intrigue of the uh, the coaching uh, uh, staff and switches as well. Yeah, it's 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 pretty interesting how that's worked itself out to start this year where you you've got Bruce Cassidy and, and the Golden Knights at 10 and 2 and Jim Montgomery and the Boston Bruins at 10 and 1, but you're you're not wrong. I I'm refreshing every single Boston game to see where they're at. And and you know the 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 big one for me with Boston was the comeback against the Penguins. Like that was one where I'm just like, okay, the Boston Bruins, they may they may never lose a game again. Mm. Well, it, uh, Br- Bruce watched that too. Yeah. And he's like, wow. He said something like, uh, <laughs> things are going well for Boston. They came back from three goals down against a, a good team. Mm-hmm. That doesn't ha- happen very often. Yeah. So uh, he's keeping track. He's doing his event scouting uh, on, on, on the Eastern Conference, as all coaches do. But uh, like, he left a really good hockey team there. Yeah. I know that you're not a believer in the Boston Bruins. Uh, have you ever mentioned to, to Bruce that you've counted him out the last three or four years? No, no. Why would I say that? You, you. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's something that's going to happen. I'm with, sure it with will. My, with I, blue, I know it will. With my blue check mark, I'm going to make sure he knows about so you're that. You're still going to pay for that, or what? <laughs> no, with Have you my made, blue check. No, mark. no, no, no. I know when it. When you you don't just get to keep it though. That's no, the no. problem. I'm going to do it before, before it oh. runs out. Uh, well, you're running out of time, buddy. Let's get that. Have they announced when it's uh, I have when no it's idea. I, I uh, don't. I don't so, concern so, myself with so such Bruce, things. So Bruce, Bruce left a 50 win team there last year, and and what Montgomery's doing shouldn't be surprising it is because of the offseason injuries and this guys coming back from surgeries right uh and uh what we've seen uh from from 
Brad Marchand, but Bruce steps into a situation where it's a really good team mm-hmm. and probably wouldn't have had a coaching change had they not been just decimated by injuries. Right. So two really good situations and coaches that have done some tweaking. There's a difference in both Boston from Bruce's time there and Vegas under Bruce uh, that uh, that are noticeable, but they still managed to, to keep it up. It's it's one of the great stories inside the season. Which, which of the two teams do you think is poised to not keep this pace? Because this pace is unsustainable. We know that over the course of 82 games. But which team do you expect to be the team that is consistently good for the longer stretch of time? Well, the divisions, which division's better? You would say that the Atlantic yeah. would be deeper. Yeah with the inclusion of the Toronto Maple Leafs, yeah. the Florida Panthers who won the President's Trophy, the, the Tampa Bay Lightning who went to three straight Stanley Cups, never mind any type of progress from a Detroit, uh, from uh, a, a Buffalo uh, along that line. So I, I think objectively the Atlantic is going to be tougher to run roughshod over. Vegas is going to be challenged in the long run by a Calgary, by a Edmonton. We expect those teams to be there. But you have uh, a team like San Jose who is a, a little bit uh, more predictable in the result side of it. So uh, I, I like uh, if I was going to pick one or the other to win their division this yeah, year, yeah. I, I would side with the Vegas Golden Knights based on uh, the competition that they're well, going to face throughout the year. And and right now the standings kind of bear that out. There's only one team below 10 points in the in the Atlantic Division, that's Ottawa. Uh, they are there are currently three teams below 10 points in the Pacific Division in Vancouver, San Jose and Anaheim. So you you could make the argument and I think you did and, and you made it well. The Atlantic is a, is a deeper, harder to play in division. Well, Buffalo's had a great start. Well, yeah. They're, they're one of those yeah. teams that, that has more than your 10 points. But then you've got Tampa and Florida and Detroit, Toronto, all stumbling right around there. 500. Yeah. Yeah. It's the exact same thing in the, in the Pacific right now. You've got a lot of stumbling, trying to find your footing teams, which is why <laughs> the 10-win the, the starts mm-hmm. by Boston and Vegas – even though Boston has a game in hand, those 10-win starts look so extraordinary because they're all across the league. Yep. There's some stumbling going on. Edmonton looks good at 7-4, <laughs> and four, but their, their should losses... Be, should be 8-3. and three. Right. Their losses are to a, include a Buffalo team, yeah. including the throwaway last night against New Jersey, which uh, was a throwaway. 8-3 and three New Jersey, 16 points. I, I know, but it's still... It's a game New they should have won. And, right. and, and Buffalo shouldn't be looked at as a, a loss to Buffalo because Buffalo is playing good. Yeah. But, sorry, it's still looked at as a loss at home uh, against Buffalo. Uh, so there's the, the Edmontons, the Tampas, the Floridas, Torontos. They haven't put points in the bank, yeah. which makes the Vegas and Boston starts even more impressive. Not as impressive as being here at no. Virgin Hotel. No, you're absolutely right. This like, place do you not, is do you not fight? Do you not feel like you're fighting above your weight class being in here? Oh, I know I am. Yeah, I know I am. But like, that's how I live most of my life. Like, like we had to we for Jed we had we had to get him a, a jacket 
Not that he had to be that fancy, but we had to make sure that he had a jacket here just to, just to fit in. Got velvet ropes. We've yeah. got a we've got a pop up uh, recording studio. We've got a digital yeah. banner. Like that's big time for me. I saw the digital banner. It was awesome. I passed a, a band walking through the uh, <laughs> casino. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. Yeah. And so you, you get it's 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 still Vegas enough that you get uh, something different every time you turn the corner, mm-hmm. but. There's a, just a, a cool vibe to being in the Virgin Hotel. And this this is an opportunity for you to come down, check it out. Uh, if you're local, if you're uh, here for the weekend and you're just checking out Fox Sports Las Vegas, come on over here and uh, we got we got $100 for you. Yep. Two $100 gift certificates. So yep. I've got $100 that I can give you right now if you walk in and uh, put your name in and uh, we'll make sure that you enjoy one of the two casas. Yep, Cassie Beach House or Casa Calavera. Um, phenomenal food. Great atmosphere. Like I beach said. Beach house. I would I, like a beach house. I'm telling you, go go do the walkthrough at Cassie Beach House when you have a moment. It, it's fantastic. The, the vibes are ridiculous. Like, I have a I have a beach cottage. Yeah. An oceanside cottage. Sure. But it's just got a, a it, it doesn't ooze beach house. Well. Because there's kids running around. Yeah. I got a mow lawn. Not, I got. Not in there. I, I got mosquitoes. <laughs> I get, there's, there's some seaweed coming up uh, where I am. Wow. Uh, there's rocks. Well, seaweed. It's yeah, a sea. Well, uh, it. But yeah, but you sense. walk into Casa Beach House. Like that. That is like. There's. Just a cool feel. There's a whole patio area up there. And mm-hmm. it's just fantastic because you got the patio. Then you've got the, the resort pool right there in the background. Um, it, it's It's 10 out of 10. Would recommend. So get out there. What's your favorite like beachy artist? Do you, do you have beachy ones? artist? Like yeah. The, the, <sighs> okay, yeah, so Beach Boys, you got like, uh, that, that kind yeah, of genre. Yeah, no, it's, of, it's not. Of, it's of tunes. It, it's not the Beach Boys, and like I'm a I'm a Southern California kid. Like that's yeah. they, we all know that. Uh, there are a couple of bands that remind me of the beach. That, that their sound reminds me of the beach. Number one is Incubus. That is a, a beach band to me. Uh, number two is Minus the Bear. I know you have no idea what nope. I'm talking about, which is fantastic. There's a, a generation gap between you and I. But beach music, Minus the Bear, 100%, and uh, Incubus. You can't Who's go wrong. Who's the guy, the singer? Jimmy Parrot? Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Oh. Yeah, that's that's my guy right there. You can't, not, so so much your guy, you can't music. even think Come of his on. name. I know. I know. Hey, <laughs> hey, what's what's that guy's name that I <laughs> love yeah. so much? <laughs> that, that, that's Chapman, my sound. Chapman, that's like you not knowing which ABBA song you're going to pick as your goal yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Hey, who's the, who's the parrot head guy? That That's my guy. That's, like, that's hey, my what's, sound. That's what's my the, sound. What's the name of the guitar player that has a KFC bucket on his head? I don't know. For whatever reason, the name is escaping me. Huh? Does that exist? Yeah, yeah, Buckethead, yeah. I don't know who that is. I think either. he played with Guns N' Roses for a tour. He did play with Guns yeah. N' Roses Seriously? for a while. Yeah. Yes. He sure did. I can't believe, Ryan, you left out Jack Johnson. That's like beach music. Yeah, I, I know. I, I mean, you're you're not wrong. I, in retrospect, it probably should have been Jack Johnson. The number defenseman? One. No, no, no. no, the, no. the artist. Oh. They're, banana they're, Pancakes? You've never heard that yeah. song? Yeah. Where I do I do love my Banana Pancakes. Yeah. yeah no, there's a song called Banana Pancakes. You've yeah. never heard it? Nope. Chapman, can you figure out how to get that into one of our yes, yes, here? yes. Except I, don't don't and, play it too long and, 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 and get us fine. And can you can you also <laughs> get me um, anything off of Morning View or anything from Minus the Bear? That would be great. Okay, I'll, okay. I'll see what I could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before next Thursday. No, 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 like today. Yeah, yeah, like today. Yeah. Okay. 
when I think, when I ask Chapman, listen, well, <laughs> he there, likes me. There's a there's a part that needs to be mentioned before next Thursday. Uh, we're at Virgin Hotels uh, having some fun. Uh, Virgin Property in Las Vegas. Come and check it out. Uh, Sir Richard has been here. Yeah, he's checked it out. Big he's fan of given, Cassie Beach House. He's given his uh, his okay, his check mark. Skybox, the sports viewing mm-hmm. place where you just walk in and uh, it's loungy, it's funky, it's sports bar-y. Yep. It, it covers all the uh, the avenues uh, that, that, that you need, whatever you're looking for uh, to check out. So you got the UFC tomorrow. Yep. You got uh, the Vegas Golden Knights tomorrow. Yep. Uh, you you got to come by and watch that. You got to do that and watch my big head. On that TV. Oh yeah, I figured that you would that, get that. That, that, that would be that would be that would be really. I'll good. tell you what, I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, the first game, and and I, I I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna find out exactly when it's gonna happen. But the there will be a pre-intermission post-game show and a viewing Woo. party with yours truly in Skybox. I cannot wait for that. It's gonna be awesome. Skybox Virgin Hotels. Uh, so much uh, to happen around here. We'll make sure that you're up to date and come by. We are to the left in the lobby when you walk in the front doors. Left, left, left. <laughs> Put your hands up. Which one thing makes an L? Which one doesn't make an L? We're on the left uh, side. Uh, check us out. And we've got uh, two $100 gift certificates, uh, one of them to Casa Beach House. So when we continue, we're going to get into the trade, the anniversary of the trade that brought Jack Eichel to the Golden Knights. We've also got our game ratings and one-timers, news and notes from around the NHL on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. We're at Virgin Hotels, the VGK Insider Show, on location where it is happening around here. People checking in. I love it. A Friday on the Strip is one of the coolest places to be because everybody's still fresh. A little different on Sunday at about two o'clock when you're at the airport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you ever, mm-hmm. you ever fly out <laughs> on a Sunday, it's a very quiet flight uh, to your destination. Uh, one of the neat parts about living here is you get to experience those things and, and not be right in the middle of it. But uh, a lot going on here at Virgin Hotels. We'll be here, I think, um, a few Fridays in a row. Yeah, we'll be back here next Friday, and then we're going to be hanging out at least once a month through the remainder of the hockey year here at Virgin Hotels Las Vegas. So, um, You've got plenty of opportunities to see us, plenty of opportunities to come down, say hello, enjoy everything that Virgin Hotels Las Vegas has to offer. Um, and I, I know we were kind of chatting about it, the Shag Room open mic night yeah, yeah. on Wednesday. So Shag Room's uh, an establishment here. Yeah, it is. It's, a, it's an establishment here. I got the walkthrough. It's a very intimate little venue. Um, well... Intimate in that, like it's small, and there's. I was going to say things. it goes with the it goes with the name. No, yeah, exactly. But the the thing is, on Wednesdays it's an open mic night. So if you are a talented musician, if you've got aspirations, double to, minor. Yes, there Dave you go. Dan, that's very easy, Darren. You should let Dave know about this yeah. so that he can do the open mic night, and it can be awesome, and we can all hang out until like three or four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, so they do open mic night, and then uh, sometimes the winners of those mm-hmm. open mic nights will get invites back. To, yep. to perform. Yeah. That's called paying it forward. Uh, this might be the best time to be a National Hockey League fan in 30 years. Okay. From a quality of the game point of view. Yes. Ottawa last night lost, but it had 46 shots on net. Mm-hmm. 
New Jersey Devils scored two goals in seven seconds on the road, had 43 shots on goal. Their opposition had 37. Mm -hmm. Tampa Bay went to a shootout, an extended shootout. In those gorgeous reverse retro jerseys. Against Carolina, who had 55 shots on goal. Mm -hmm. Peppering Tampa. Boston approached 40 shots on goal in a win. You're seeing a trend here. This isn't kitty by the door and just lock it down. It's get a lead and then pour it on. The Anaheim Ducks-Vancouver Canucks game Mm -hmm. last night, (laughs) 8-5. 8-5. Yeah. That's full full 80s. Now, 5-4 last night was was interesting. 8-5 takes to a whole new level. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of goal scoring uh, across the board. I I thought you were going to go in, in the direction of Connor McDavid, 12 goals, 12 assists in 11 games, 24 points. Just ridiculous. But y- you're right. Like, the product right now, the, the talent on the ice night in and night out, the ability for teams to to not just look to lock things down at 2-1 to one or 3-2. to two. Well, we saw so, that. Five, one team was up 5-1. Vegas I know, was up 5-1. I know. And, and, and ordinarily, 5-1. You you maybe finish the game five two. Ordinarily, if you're up five one, twenty five years ago, mm-hmm. you win the next three games. <laughs> okay, because you have yeah. a big enough lead. It's fair, um, but right now in the NHL, it's a bit unpredictable, and you've got teams that are 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 trying to win games and and trying to put the puck in the back of the net, not just in the first and second period, but also in the third period. Uh, and Edmonton, they're asking questions right now <laughs> with Connor McDavid being as good as he's performed. Yeah. They're still not happy, and they're asking questions, which is, uh, again, you just don't have the best player and run away with it. Mm-hmm. There, there's concerns on, on every level, uh, which is still great for the competitiveness of the game. I just I think it's so neat uh, to be able to watch whatever game that you want to tune into. That Vancouver game last night is a great example of it. Mm-hmm. Anaheim, Vancouver, two struggling teams this year. They put on, I couldn't turn it off. Mainly because there was a goal every four minutes. And Anaheim's first goal last night, I kid you not, Mm -hmm. was down the right side. I don't know. I think Zegras scored it. But it was down the right (laughs) side. And Spencer Martin almost jumped out of the way. Yeah. It was such a weird goal. Or Lindholm. I can't remember who scored it. Uh, But it was going across. And Spencer obviously thought there's no way the person was going to shoot. Mm-hmm. And he jumped out of the way. It was, it was bizarre how many the, the pucks were going in. What I love most about this game and looking at the box score is that it was a 3-2 game going into the third period. Yeah. A 3-2 game going into the third period. Anaheim scored three goals. Vancouver put up five in the third period. That doesn't happen. Well, Vancouver thought they were home and cooled early on in that game. <laughs> and, and, and Anaheim were able to, uh, to inch their way back. But there was some... Just some cool results last night. Uh, Florida wins an important game on the road against the San Jose Sharks, who have this renaissance start by Eric Carlson. Mm-hmm. He's fourth in league scoring. Yeah, right now. Yeah, he's been really good. He, the, the the you know the offensively. Pucks, well, sure. Yeah, but I mean that goes without saying when it comes to Eric Carlson, doesn't it? Well, there's there's been times where he's played better defense than than i've witnessed mm-hmm. the last couple of years even and and then this year he's made a since, couple of since errors. coming to san jose yeah the well, the, the onus healthy. the sure but i'm saying like even even 
the the defensive side of the puck where Eric Carlson was making impacts was in Ottawa, not so much in, in San Jose. Yeah, and, I still don't and, think he's there yet. No, the I, I don't. Th- no, I don't think he is either. But you keep putting up points yeah. on, on a bad team. Like, what does it matter? Uh, the, you don't need him to be a Norris Trophy caliber defender. Look, you, I, you want to lose games. He's got to win the scoring title to win the Norris Trophy. <laughs> if he's on a team that doesn't make the playoffs, that's okay. That's fair. That's fair. So all all the people that are trumping him as a Norris Trophy candidate that that Eric Carlson's back, he may be back. Ten but goals, I know. In Thirteen I know, games, I know. But but I'm sorry, you can't be on a three win team. Yeah, and be in consideration for the best defenseman in the National Hockey League. Great. He, okay. Let me get. Let me tell you. Explain this further. Okay. He might have a better chance to win MVP, mm-hmm. the Hart Trophy, yeah, than win the Norris Norris Trophy as best defenseman if he keeps this up, but misses the playoffs, Do and they're not making the playoffs. Does there need to be a a differentiation or two awards when it comes to defenders? Nah. Like the 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 best offensive defenseman and the best legitimate no. defenseman? Because no? I don't I don't I don't want legitimate defense rewarded. <laughs> Just like I don't want the best defensive forward then, rewarded. Then if I mean if if Eric Carlson's got a hundred points and the next best defender is is twenty points behind him, how do you yeah. not give him the Norris? Because it it goes with the. So it, you want you want defense actually factored into it? I, I want a little bit of defense yeah. factored into it. I don't think I I, I don't want I don't want a, a, just a shutdown guy. Yeah. To, be, be, to ever be considered for the, the best defense. Because I've, I think you should, in, in, this, in this game, you should want to score goals. Hmm? But you should also <laughs> have some responsibility to keeping the puck out. You shouldn't be a liability every time uh, that you're on the ice. Or you should have the potential to stop the opposition, which is why it, it comes into play with, with, uh, with MVP. Austin Matthews, 60 goals last year. Mm-hmm. He should be rewarded for scoring that North. many goals instead of being a 30-80 guy. No, I, I agree with you, and, and I, I was very much a, a proponent of Austin Matthews winning the MVP last year. But you know, I, He again, could still play I, in his own end, too. Yeah, no, I, I mean, at some point he'll, he'll probably get to a level with his defensive play where I, I think he's also going to be in consideration for a Selkie. I do. I think, I think he can get there. But how much does that take away his goal scoring? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, they got uh, they got bigger fish to fry. Well, right they got to win games. Musky out of Lake Ontario. That's what they're frying right now. Bigger fish. Okay. Because these things are not going great up there. Even with the win, they against, won a game. Uh, they they beat Philadelphia. That was a closer game than what the I, score indicated. I know. But uh, but they they got some some issues. Uh, we got the uh, the anniversary of the acquisition of Jack Eichel to talk about as we broadcast live from Virgin Hotels former hard rock it's been just redone yep and it it is so nice in here it, you, you were at the old place uh, i've never been in here this, it just walks you walk in here and it's just got style yeah uh, but still you, you're not intimidated by it no no you, you, but you do feel cooler for for those of you that have been around for a long time here in vegas and and, and would go to hard rock uh virgin hotels las vegas feels like an old friend like it feels like a friend that you haven't seen in a while but every but the minute you you get in here, the minute you walk around, the minute you you kind of feel the vibes of, of what's going on right now inside Virgin, um, it, it all comes kind of rushing right back, and, and it's it's great. Like 
again, there's there's a lot of different options, a lot of different things that you can do inside of this place. Uh, you know, we've talked about uh, open mic night. We've talked about Cassie Beach House and and just how how fantastic the vibes are inside of that restaurant. You got Casa Calavera. There's so much. The skybox where, where yeah. you watch the game. Yeah. it's indoor outdoor. Yeah, indoor outdoor. Tons of screens, and it's it's immersive, right? So, like, there's going to be sound on, and the sound is going to coordinate with the games that are being shown. It's it's like being at the game. What do you mean? What does that mean? It means, like, there there will be lights and sounds, and when a team scores, you've got oh, okay. a lot okay, of okay. things going on in the background. Like beyond the, uh, the LED lights that go yep. off your, yep. when you're speaking. Yep. I know that for my kids. Oh. Uh, so that that's neat. So it's not just immersive because the player plays on. No. And people are shouting, "Oh, that's really neat." It's immersive. There's lights. There's it's it's like what you would get at a game, right? I'm glad when, you told me about that and mentioned that because that would kind of freak me out if the the first time it happened. Dang it! I cheer, shouldn't have told a you. A big cheer, and I'd be like, "Ah, wh- wh- what is happening?" So that's the skybox. That's yep. uh, upstairs. Yeah. Uh, indoor, outdoor. Mm-hmm. So it's like your own little backyard patio. Yeah. But fancier. Pretty awesome. And you don't have to. Clean up everything at the end of the night. Can you see how excited I yeah. am to be here? This is really cool. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm glad that I'm very excited because I, I feel more Vegasy, more uh, more of a, a, a local who knows the ins and outs of the cool it's places. Big time right now. for you. Yeah, it yeah. is. Uh, it it absolutely is. I can't even I can't even deny that. Uh, we're going to take a break. <laughs> when we continue, we've got hour number two that's going to get right into the Jack Eichel anniversary, and we've got our game ratings from yesterday, which could, we've had a couple of games this year where all three have cast the same vote. This could be the first time where there's three different classifications of the game rating. It is, uh, well, I know Chapman's going to be right off the wall with this one. And I have a special surprise for you guys that I'll relay to the listeners. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. You ready? Ready to rock and roll? It's VGK Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas from Virgin Hotels. Where, where would you say that we are right now? We're in the lobby, yep. but we're in a cool lounge part of the lobby. We're right, in, like a studio. We're in a, a pop-up radio studio right next to registration, right right in, right in, the, right in the lobby. Got the honeycombs behind you? Yep. These sound absorbers? Yep. Got those all over my studio at home. Do you? Uh, these look a lot nicer than what I've done. I, I just put them like, for a minute. like everywhere. Yeah. This is really cool. We've got an LED screen. It's Virgin Live, V Live. That's where we are. We're at V Live yep. to the left. Uh, so we have our game rating coming up mm-hmm. on the five-four victory by the Golden Knights over the Ottawa Senators last night. Yeah, a whole lot to break down in that game, and then we'll get into the anniversary of the trade that sent Jack Eichel from Buffalo to Vegas. But before we get into it, mm-hmm. you know our game this year when it comes to rating is discontinued cars. Yeah. And it starts with the AMC Gremlin, mm-hmm. and then it gets into. I haven't. I've done the second one. What's the second one? It's station wagon. Station wagon, yep. and number three is can, the Hummer. Yep. Number four is a Trans Am. Yes. And number five is a DeLorean. You're right. I have not ventured past the DeLorean and the Trans Am yet. 
Right. I've really enjoyed uh, the upper class. But the fact that we have like an AMC Gremlin in there mm-hmm. and then a station wagon, it got me, got me thinking to my past. And today I was out and about. Mm-hmm. What did I see? Wow. I just sent you guys the text. <laughs> Do you guys not love like oh this was in a, this was in a parking lot of a place where I was at today and it is a Buick Roadster. Oh. It is the longest vehicle. That like is a like gorgeous act, gorgeous it's a, it's vehicle. It's a wood paneled station yeah. wagon yeah. and what like that's an 18 foot boat. Right there. And it has a sunroof. Do you have any idea how many groceries you can put in the back of this thing? It's fantastic. I was with Jen, and we were talking, like, that would be the ultimate cross-country vehicle right there. Like, this is the exact vehicle that I had in mind when we were talking about the station wagon in in the VGK game rating back, back tire two out missing of five. missing a hubcap that is a solid two out of five but looks it like, is, like looks like there's some some dents on the side <laughs> there oh uh, chapman it's it's seen oh, some this stories is, this man. is a butte this gracious. is a butte so i can't probably, believe that thing uh, doesn't require a double axle oh look at the sunroof yes this, but, the sunroof. but the sunroof is over the back seat <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Do you I think the person be- who owns this would be offended if I tweeted it? Uh, uh, I mean, there's nothing like this. Well, I mean, it, the whole car is. They they should guess, be but. honored that Johnny yeah. Blue Checkmark yeah, is, is, is going to tweet their, their vehicle. It's blue Checkmark clout right here. Yeah. It's, it, it is outstanding. So I'm going to tweet this out right now. And oh, this, this is, is a beaut. This is a two out of five. In our game rating scale, <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. I don't know it, about that. But it actually this, feels better. This, this is a ten. A this is a ten out of ten yeah. right here. This, this is what I had in mind with a two out of five, but it feels better than that. Oh, this is low you, key the you, greatest thing you I've need, ever seen. You need to 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 have a a area code to speak to someone in the back seat. The yeah. thing is so long; yeah. it has its own zip code. Yeah, you can be in two no, places at one time. Walkie talkies, buddy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> No, no, talkies. it's cup and string, guys. What are we doing here? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what the the funniest about all of this is? The station wagon my father owned was somehow even worse than this one. Like <laughs> it, it, it was yellow. My dad's station wagon was yellow. My favorite part of this picture is like the Prius next to it doesn't even get. It doesn't even go back to the to the beginning of the front the front door. <laughs> front door. Yeah, yeah. Just doesn't even. It like doesn't. It's half a car. That's so oh, funny. That's fantastic. Oh, it's great. So I'm uh, gonna t- tweet this out, and we'll come back. Uh, hour number two, <laughs> the Jack Eichel anniversary, and our game rating. It, we might give last night a two out of five of the station wagon. But with a asterisk because we love the station wagon so much. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Stay with us.